0: Welcome to the Pathways to Profitability podcast, personal tales of business success, where we hear local business owners, personal stories of their trials and tribulations that got them to where they are today. Here's your host, Cheryl Mucha, CEO of CFO Your Way. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Our guest today is Erin Marcus of Conquer Your Business. Erin, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited about our conversation.
1: Thanks, Cheryl. I'm awesome. I'm excited to be here too. <laughs> yeah. So I she-
0: like to just start with a little bit about who Erin is and a little bit about the business and then
1: we'll see where the conversation leads us. Awesome. We can go full on origin story here, like in the in the great path of marvel right what's the origin story i laugh because it's one of those things where when you look back my life is so segmented it doesn't make sense oh wow it it doesn't make sense and then as i got older i realized all these experiences made it possible for me to do what i do
0: and that's the journey
1: right isn't that crazy like in the time you're like how did this like this has nothing to do with each other i laugh because i say um I grew up in Chicago, public school, 70s and 80s. The cool thing about that was the immigration waves. I grew up, my brother and I counted once with people from 22 different countries.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And kids who weren't born here, right? So nobody spoke English. And the beauty of it was, oddly enough, nobody had any money. Nobody had anything. So everyone was somewhat in survival mode which just put everyone on a level playing field. Right. And w- what I learned was people are just people. You figure out how to communicate with each other. It's actually not hard. Right. And then somewhere along the path, things went slightly awry, and I became what I call now a professional juvenile delinquent. <laughs> it means I made money at it, <laughs> right? Hence the term professional. Right. right, made things very interesting. But, right, the what I've decided – having no children what i've decided is the goal of having children is to get them to some version of adulthood without screwing things up so bad that they can't recover from it like if we just do that right i was a lunatic but i didn't do anything so bad that i couldn't recover from it right right. (laughs) you get to college it's more interesting but what happened along that way is uh, along the way is somehow it kicked in that whatever I wanted my life to be, I was going to have to make it. Right. Right. It wasn't going to be handed to me. Right.
0: But look at the skills, like like communicating with other children with no with a total language barrier. And no Google Translate. And no Google Translate. <laughs> like, just the, you know, I, I just picture like an eight-year-old, two eight-year-olds out on the playground and living life and full of joy and interacting without using words
1: without using words and i'll tell you that that skill came in very handy many decades later when i was lost in southern france (laughs) i had my and i had my bus map right i had my map and i had where i was was that map on paper it was oh yeah of course it was (laughs) decades right several decades later map on paper and i had circled where i was staying and I literally would go up to strangers, point at my map, and then go, like, make the universal sign for, I don't understand what's going on, right, shrug. And then they would look at the map, and they would point where I was, and, I'm, and then they'd point to where I needed to go. And, and it then would give the right? a thumbs up. Right? And you're off, right? You get on the bus, you go to the next step. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... And again, somewhere along the line, I figured out, it's very interesting when I look back because I've never thought that I couldn't have whatever I wanted. I've never thought that. So I think there's a lot of people in the world that don't think they can have anything. I didn't have that problem. I knew I could have whatever I wanted, but I also knew I had to create it. Right, right, right. And that's where the achiever came. So we did, I did okay in college. It was more interesting than high school. I was in a... Less, you know, distracting environment. We'll just call it that. um and So I did better. But then when I went into the working world, I would just do a good job. It led to the next promotion. It led to the next door opening, right? And all of that experience, getting to the C-suite in corporate, getting an MBA, then having, owning a franchise. Mm-hmm. I owned a franchise and it was my success in corporate, the education, the formal education that I finally got, and the small business owner experience that I had. Right. That all combined, right? All 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 combined. And a and a focus in marketing, right? We finally focused in on something. A focus in marketing, a focus in business strategy. Right. Several massive missteps. <laughs> I, I call 2018 Aaron's year of failure, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but all that was needed to
1: get you to today. Yes. And that's the journey, right? That's the journey. And it's so interesting that it took this long. As aware as I try to be, as much as I study the self improvement journey it takes to actually be a successful business owner, I call it Aaron's year of failure. And obviously, I say it tongue in cheek because I've resolved the emotions. I couldn't have said it this way in the year and during that time, it took me a few years to get over it. But through my conversations with other people on my own podcast and being on, on as a guest, several people have now pointed out to me and it finally clicked. It was really the year of figuring out what the heck was right. going on. What it, what was I supposed to be doing? Yeah. Because without that, I couldn't be doing this. Right. And it's the, the peaks and valleys, not only of life,
0: but of business. Right. And in, uh, in those valleys is when you are able to feel the pain, get over the pain and come out shining. Right. Even brighter and than you
1: went in. The phrase that I, there's two things I'm holding on to now because I'm coming off of another like growth edge experience we've changed the business i've brought um more team on like we're coming we've it's the next iteration of the business which is always hard um but the two things that i've been keeping front of mind is the visual of the apple tree analogy like these are not my original thoughts but these are (laughs) great tools right the apple tree analogy it grows under the ground for years and years and years you don't see it right you don't see it you don't see it but all the work is being done and then once it bursts through it feels like instantaneous right right so i'm I look at my, you'll love this. I look at my finances each month and I do all my numbers and I go, look, another root building month. (laughs) Right? Right? If you can't laugh, you cry. I would bite into an apple, right? (laughs) Look, an apple fruit bearing month. Yay. And then sometimes it's like, oh, look, building more roots. (laughs) Building more roots.
0: Uh, I love that though because you know you don't think of life in that perspective right no. like there's still uh, we're still growing and we're still maturing and we're still figuring figuring out our shit
1: right right and so building month <laughs> right and all
0: that is needed
1: right to create what we've created because you can't create huge amazing successful things on a shaky foundation exactly you can't So, and then the other saying that I have grabbed onto lately is this idea that the redirection is for your protection. The things that didn't work were not supposed to work. Right. This or something better, right? Like the things that didn't work were not supposed to work. Right. Because that's not the way, you know, and you can assign the creation of that to whoever you want god's you know whatever is your driving force whatever your belief is but the redirection is for your protection this idea that the things that aren't working right now in my business are not working very very intentionally not by my intention mind you (laughs) not my intention so that it pushes me to do the thing that's supposed to happen
0: right and in those things that are not working, there's a lesson. There's always something that molds us to be
1: and get out. Yeah. And learning. Right. You have to learn how to decipher between. When you're supposed to when the redirection is for your protection and when you haven't tried hard enough. Right. And that's a feeling that's a physical feeling. If you learn how to, and, you know, pay attention, I say become an observer of your own behavior. You you learn through analysis of what happened. Right. What was me listening to my very good instinct and in letting something go? And what was me not trying hard enough and giving up, right? And right. how do we, I call those my bumpers in my gutters, right? Keep those bumpers so I don't fall off too far on either side. <laughs> but it's not a straight line, so you just go bouncing down yeah. the line. Trying to stay in between those two things because one of the mistakes, one of the mistakes I'm watching happen right now over and over and over and over again is the truth of the matter is the economy right now is such that the bottom third, I'm calling it the bottom third, the bottom third of any market is just gone. Right. Financially, the bottom third of any market is just gone. I just paid four dollars, four dollars for a can of dog food that I paid a dollar <laughs> eighty-nine for, exactly. not six months ago. Mm-hmm. The bottom third of every market is gone. And I am watching small business owners think, well, if I just hit the nail harder, it'll work. But if if you're if you're servicing a market that is gone, that has a bigger problem than what you solve, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work. Right. Right. So how do we take this idea of redirection for my protection so that I'm marketing? And serving the right audience.
0: Great, great concept. You know, it, it, we don't think of these things until we have conversations like that, right? We, oh yeah. We, it, and to your point of just work harder, just work harder, just work harder. No, oh, God not no. just work harder. It's never pivot. Just like you know during COVID, the big word was pivot, 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 right? But it's true. You need to redirect those efforts.
1: It's the questions as a business owner, you should be asking yourself anyway. Right. They're just currently more important. It's harder to business right now. Yep. So if you've been in reaction mode, if you don't reverse engineer your business, if you don't reverse engineer from what do you want to how do you make it happen, you're you're gonna hit, you're gonna have more building root months than you need to. <laughs> that is necessary right now but these are the questions you should be asking yourself but instead of asking yourself them once a year during your annual planning session right these are questions you need to be asking yourself every month every week right every day as you set your stage i call it setting my stage every day for better decision making for figuring out am i giving up or is it just for my protection. Right. And
0: this is how you work with your clients to conquer their business. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Like the whole concept of conquer your business. And the reason it's such a strong statement is my tagline is be in charge, right? Be in charge, take action, get results. And I absolutely promise it's not in charge of anybody else. Right. I can't even tell you how much I have zero desire to be in charge of anybody else. (laughs) Like, I'm whatever the opposite of a control freak is over other people. That's me like go away, do whatever you're going to do. I don't want to, be right. <laughs> not my, right. Not my circus, not my monkey, but, <laughs> but that being said, it's, it's my version of personal responsibility. Right. Right. Going back to that childhood understanding of I could have whatever I want, but I'm going to have to create it. Nobody's going to hand it to me. Right. And And that's what it is. Conquer, like, make your decisions, decide what you want, figure out, Find the help or the self-reflection or whatever it is to get there and then take all the action. Take all the actions right, and then get right. results. Not the results you want, right? We've already established most of the results we get are not the results we want. Absolutely guarantee that. But get those results so that you have more information so that next time around right. you're making better decisions. There's
0: apples on the tree, right? There's
1: apples on the tree. I promise. They, come, they eventually come. They do eventually come.
0: Yeah, I love it. And I don't remember where I saw it on your website on LinkedIn, probably both places. Um, You help business owners go from solopreneur to being a real business owner. So how do you define the difference between solopreneur to business owner? Because so many solopreneurs think of themselves as business
1: owners, right? And they might be. They might be. There's a real easy test. There's actually a really easy test. If everything that happens in your business bumps up against you before it gets to happen, you're not a business owner. If everything in your business is in your head, right? Your business is just in your head, not like you're imagining it, but your processes and how everything happens is in your head, then you're not a business owner. You're getting there, right? You're getting there, but it takes getting over the bridge, right? Getting over the bridge from solopreneur to business owner. And I I say, it is a bridge, right? You have to get across the bridge. And the bad news is, it's not a pretty stone over a stream garden bridge. It's the Indiana Jones Bridge, right? (laughs) With missing rungs and 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 there's a guy with a sword on the other end, right? You're not sure what to do about that. It's being held together by two. So you can't stay on the bridge because the bridge is falling apart. And And you can't run across the bridge either. You can run across the bridge. You gotta be very, very not slow but intentional. Right. You don't have to do it slow. Slow won't work, but you have to be intentional. Um most people turn back. Right. Most people turn back. Yeah,
0: and I've had said to me many times through the course of my 11 years in business, Cheryl, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it.
1: Oh, I, I love that. If it was easy, I used to, so my weird background cause you can't tell by video, but I'm only five feet tall. I was like a hundred pounds soaking wet for most of my life. <laughs> and in my, I started at 19 from 19 to about 45, I did competitive powerlifting mm-hmm. and bodybuilding And we used to say that in the gym. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Right. It's anything in life. Because we look at all the beautiful people that are put out in front of us and we want to look like that. But if it was easy, everyone would be
0: doing it. Exactly. And that's what makes the world what it is because we're all
1: unique. Yeah. And here's the thing. The other thing I love is choose your hard. Oh, yeah. Choose your hard. Like, if you want anything, the truth of the matter is it's hard. Right. So you get to pick. Is it harder to do the work and have the root growing months and not fall off the Indiana Jones bridge? Or is it harder to settle for a life of regret? Right. Which is harder. You get to pick and misery. Right. Right. Feeling, even if you're like feeling unfulfilled, being, having jobs you don't like, like, which is harder you get to, you get to absolutely pick. Exactly. Nonjudgmental. You get to pick.
0: Right. And I say that all the time too, especially to my kids, like it's your decision. You get to make that decision, but you need to then deal with that decision.
1: Right. And and I think our roles as mentors is to shorten your learning curve, right? make it easier for you. And this is the other thing that I want, like choose your heart. You can invest financially, in the people who can shorten your learning curve and help you get the outcome you want, or you can do it yourself and struggle for longer, which truthfully is more expensive.
0: Exactly.
1: Right. So invest in (laughs) Erin.
0: Invest
1: in (laughs) what? Me, you, like whatever 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 it is. I will promise you, I am not for everybody. (laughs) Oh, oh, well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But for the people who are ready, oh my God. And then for me, I get to watch that happen for people, Right. right. it's amazing. Right. It's amazing that we get to do this. Right. Love what we do. Yeah. It was yeah. a weird path. Oh, it yeah. Not a straight path, but grateful beyond reason that this is where it landed. Right. It's And it's a beautiful thing. Like it was a struggle
0: maybe going through, you know, peaks and valleys. Right. But stillness, you look,
1: sometimes. Yeah. When you look back, it's a, it's a beautiful journey. And it, it's only looking back when it finally makes sense. Right. And so you have to have, that's the other piece. That's a really good point. It only makes sense in the rear view mirror. Right. And so it's just blind faith and trust, whether that's in yourself or whomever in the moment. Right. Because you, I will promise you don't feel that all you're doing is growing roots this is great that's not how that feels in the moment <laughs> right right we know this this is not how that feels in the moment so it's not just the resilience and the persistence and the tenacity but it's also the abject trust and faith and belief that the outcome is doable possible and inevitable regardless of what's happening today i just saw that somewhere oh i'm rereading atomic habits okay and in that book i think he even says like the habits are the using the bridge analogy right being able to change your habits where you are now and what you're doing now doesn't have to determine anything about the future exactly
0: because we get to choose
1: you get to choose and then you just go to work right
0: right i love it well Thank you so much. There's so much more we can talk about. And you're,
1: I, well, you're going to be on my podcast. Yeah, I'm going to be a guest we on your And
0: I would love to do a special podcast uh, to talk about you know, the marketing approach and and all, all the other great nuggets that, yeah, we'll that you bring to your gadgets. clients. So, yes.
1: we're, oh, happy to. Would love to. We
0: need to plan that. But thank mm-hmm. you so much for being here and sharing your journey and and the analogies because I'm a very very visual person, and I use the foundation visual for myself mm-hmm. as in building a house, right? But I love the tree because my logo is the tree, right? So why not use a tree analogy, there you go right? There you go. So thank awesome. you for that.
1: You're absolutely <laughs> welcome. I love it. I love it. And all of our gardening conversations. Yes,
0: yes absolutely. Well. Oh yeah, we need to catch up on that as <laughs> oh, well. <yes>. But <laughs> thank you so much, Erin, for being here. If someone wants to get in contact you, what's the best way?
1: We make it really easy. It's conqueryourbusiness.com. It's all there. All the links are there. Get a hold of me. Find me on So It's all in one place. Conqueryourbusiness.com.
0: Thank you again, Erin. Thank you, thank you. So to our audience, thank you so much for tuning in. I know there were many nuggets there to take away from this episode of Pathways to Profitability. Check out all of our episodes, Pathways pathwaystoprofitability.com. And thank you, thank you, thank you for being a loyal listener. Have a wonderful day. That's it for today's episode of Pathways to Profitability. Remember to ask yourself, Where can I pay my success forward today?